I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your announcer, Max. Hey, today we got a fun one for you folks. It's They Live from 1983 starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Not Rowdy Roddy Peeper for you Simpsons fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, give it a kiss, Nick and Nico. You don't know what the fuck we're talking about, do you? No. Okay. Yay. Yay. I hope the sound is okay because we were interrupted by uh, podcast interrupting grandma. Call. Yeah. Oh, hell, it is our anniversary. Yes, yes. But we're just, you know, bringing movie goodness to you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see this anyways. Yeah, no, this is a fun one. This is this is a This is how we would celebrate an anniversary anyway. We're not sophisticated. It it had, you know, it had a somewhat of a love interest. It had sex at the end, the very, very, very end. (laughs) (laughs) Something, something, what's wrong, baby? Uh, (laughs) That dude has a butt his face. Uh, what about her? I don't know. But um, yeah. So there's um, a political joke in there, but I'm not gonna do it. There's a neither of us have seen this movie before, right? No. Um, I mean, I've heard I've heard a bit, and kind of the basic premise of you know a guy you know from wrestling he puts on these uh, science magic sunglasses and he can see everywhere is like propaganda. And there's aliens. Yes. Because there's all these aliens, secret aliens disguised as people, and every all the consumer, all the magazines and billboards and ads and shit that are all like, obey, yeah. uh, consume, <laughs> no imagination, <laughs> have babies and marry, or something like that. Marry and reproduce. You know it would be hilarious if someone slipped a little live, laugh, love in there? <laughs> 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 but um oh if if you ever played saints row 4 this movie might explain some weird shit in that game because uh you can get um piper as your uh as one of your um um shit companions and and he gets into a fight with keith david in an yeah. alley kind of like in this movie yeah, Keith David is a very underrated actor. And was he a wrestler? No. No, no. He did a lot of voiceover work. Mm. And he was in The Princess and the Frog that I know of. And also he did... Who was, was he the prince? Uh, no, but I think he was that um, witch doctor dude. Oh, the, the bad guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was that dude. He was pretty good. Uh, he's also appeared, and he's basically been, if you, and I really just, I'm just going to say it. It's going to sound a little weird in general, but he basically appeared as every, like, old black guy. Yeah, in general, like almost everywhere, you see the you know he was on Family Matters once, 
uh, where he dated uh, he dated Carl's mom uh, for a brief period in time. He had a few other roles that he did something. Um, God, there was one that came into my mind right. Oh, oh, he did. Um, he did the narration of a majority of Ken Burns films. Huh. So. Okay. Yeah, so he does a lot of voiceover work now, but he was really good. But Rowdy Roddy Piper. My God, that it's like somebody stuck Bruce Willis with a giant Fabio mullet <laughs> thing and maybe pumped him up with a bicycle pump in the neck a little bit. Rowdy Yikes. Roddy Piper, this is my territory. He is one of the underrated most underrated, best wrestlers. Back before um, a panda bear wrestled the title WWF away from wrestling. <laughs> he was a showman. I don't even remember what his ultimate finishing move was, but he just, he was a Canadian guy who wrestled as a Scottish guy because he was crazy enough to wear a kilt because he made Vince McMahon nervous because he never knew what he was going to wear or not wear underneath it. <laughs> and that just kind of worked from there. And he got his nickname, um, he got his stage name that he was always crazy. Did so he have, was, like, a real-life nerd name or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it is. I don't have the notes in I front of me. but my computer, although it might make weird... Yeah. Band sounds. But um, anyway, so when he was wrestling in the circuits in the seventies, there was a um, a wonderful. Forget the. Oh, you got it. Roderick George Toombs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Could be nerdier. Uh, he was great. He was wrestling in the seventies. He had the name Roddy. And you know, like so or he was just one of those that he got the craziness, so it became Rowdy Roddy. And then <laughs> he, you know, the announcer who didn't know his name, knew Roddy, said, Oh, it's Roddy the Piper. What? And then it became odd from there, like, oh, Rowdy Roddy Piper just grew from there. All I can see and is groundskeeper willie <laughs> sneaking around it pretty much i that was a poor much be but i mean he pretty much i think he did influence him a lot and really? i i don't have any proof of that but i think he did influence him greatly now roddy roddy piper um he <laughs> was uh, <laughs> he was involved with um he came back to the wwf for a brief period in time um solely i think to do wrestlemania 12 which all around and all good and all phases i think is my favorite wrestlemania ever i'm not a wrestling fan anymore but that was one of the best ones and he you was, was just a wee little kid. Yeah, it was watching people fake beat yeah. each other up. So well, awesome. it was somewhere in the mid nineties, and there was a he was fighting this guy, this wrestler Dustin Reynolds, who played this character Gold Dust, and they did a, a back alley street fight that is directly inspired from this movie, huh. and it was a fucking awesome fight um you know let alone uh, had Brett Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels fight in the end and probably the greatest match of all time but 
I mean, my God, it was just one of those where, I mean, they just beat each other up. It doesn't hold up very well nowadays with the, the general message of the fight. Oh. Uh, because Goldust was primarily a gay character. Although he didn't quite say that he was gay right out there, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but still... We're on a scale of, um, let's see, Will to, uh, Big Gay Al. Uh, <laughs> uh, right around the middle, probably. Huh, but okay. it does have one bit where Gold Dust, uh, Dustin Reynolds' character... Was he gold? Yeah, oh yeah, solid, you know, painted gold head to toe. You think he had a gold member? <laughs> but he was painted gold head to toe. He runs over Roddy with a solid gold, uh, painted solid gold Cadillac. Holy crap. Wait. Okay. In the alley? Yeah, in the alleyway. Okay. He runs over him and they basically mimic the OJ chase. Oh my god, that sounds tasteless. Oh my Oh, it was bad. It was bad, but it was such a funny fight, really. In general, but hell, I don't know. You know. I don't know. It's still but still it just shows this. I watched this when I saw that that great fight scene. I know it's like one rated as one of the most iconic movie fight scenes of all time. And I saw some things and my little like twelve year old brain went Oh my god, that's from WrestleMania twelve. No it's not. <laughs> it's thirteen years before WrestleMania twelve, but oh my god, that's inspired WrestleMania twelve. Whoa I remember the fight from Saints Row four. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah it takes place in a virtual recreation yeah. of the city, except I'm, well, of the city from yeah, Saints You probably would have a but lot the more. Aliens to, yeah, you would probably over. have a lot more to say. I mean, this, this is, you've been wanting to do this pretty much since we started this show. Oh, yeah, I have. I, I yeah. wanted to see. Yeah, so, I mean, you probably have a lot more. Um, aliens, they're, they're ugly. And I like what he said about the, you look like you dunked your face in a... 1952 fondue or something. Yeah. <laughs> At least one of the old lady aliens looked like a pug. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, what you yeah, get yeah. if you rip someone's skin off and cross the result with a pug and maybe yeah. some billiard balls painted well, silver. And what did he say? He said, you know, you, you don't look so bad. If I put these glasses on, you look like with a total trash or something. Um. Yeah, it was a funny line. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, the alien fixing her hair in the window, and it's like, that's like pouring perfume on a pig. I, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's I always the... thought the phrase was putting lipstick on a pig, but, you know. I would imagine that that was probably the line, but he couldn't remember it. It works anyway. Yeah, he is not a very, he. I don't know, I was thinking you he was a very the good actor. You heard the line reading but... of uh, Chew Bubblegum there? Yeah. But, yeah, so, but it was shot multiple, air, you know, the line was shot with multiple cameras. So there they, they they had to be a patch job on that line, too, but still, it was funny. Are we going scene by scene, or just... I guess, you know, go through it here. Um, yeah, he seems to... Oh, the, the character's name, did they even say his name at all? 
I don't think so. Well, the credits, apparently his name is Nada. So maybe he has no name. Maybe he <laughs> is the man with no name. I'm not familiar with that other than I know it's a Western. And mm. apparently the man with no name has no name. Or yeah. maybe his name is No Name or No Name or who yeah. knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you the Clint Eastwood's Man With No Name series? I, I, I don't know. Is it alluding to that? Was he some Probably. kind of hero yeah, he was, against yeah. the, the evil forces yeah. or something i don't know yeah he was a drifter well this guy yeah. too was a drifter yeah um uh, looking for jobs can't get jobs um but then he does get a job so yay that's how he meets uh frank frank that's keith david's character yeah so um yeah they seem to hit it off pretty well working construction yeah but uh, oh right frank shows him where the shanty town is where i don't know poor people live yeah and their TV signal keeps get. I don't know how they have a TV working out there, but they do. And the the signal keeps cutting in with some weird beardy guy who sounds like a crazy conspiracy dude. He's all like <laughs> talking about how they're controlling you and that you can't see them, but oh darn the frogs, gay. <laughs> Wrong, not job, but you get the point. <laughs> we all wanted to hear him talk about. Turning the frogs gay, chlorine <laughs> or whatever it is. But uh, you, you get the picture. Well, he's a little more sane than than the Jones there. But yeah. um, then there's like weird activity going on at the church mm. nearby, and and it's like he was wondering, uh, Nada. He's all like, "Hey, why?" I th- there's a guy running the place. I think he looks kind of like a cross between Jack Black and Jack Nicholson. Mm, yeah. I can't come up with a funny nickname yeah. for him. Yeah, a little dash of meatloaf, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, what, he's like, a, uh, I can't come up with, I'm trying to come up with an amalgamation pun thing, but no. Yeah, he's like, what did you say, Jack Jackenstein? Black? Jackenstein? Yeah, <laughs> he's a Jack Black, Jack Nicholson, a dash of meatloaf, and every all together they're trying to be John Wayne. Let's just call him Jackenstein. Yeah, I go with that. Jackenstein's like, he has something to do with the church he plays, because he runs yeah. off to there, but yeah. then it's like, uh, oh, Nada's like, hey, why are you guys having chorus practice? Why are you go? <laughs> something about chorus practice. Yeah. It's so late, and... It, it, they let us use their kitchen. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. 4 a.m.? We ought to feed a lot of people there, man. All right. I don't know if it's after Nada snooping around that the police come in. It was after, because he, he looked around and he found a... Uh, that the chorus was yeah. actually a tape recording, like reel-to-reel and everything. Yeah. No, it's fake, and that's when you find that they're... The little at, lab, they're, yeah. and I'm like... Oh, it's yeah. just a meth lab. What are you worried about? Yeah. But no, and they got the mysterious sunglasses. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you already know the premise that these sunglasses let you see behind the alien's illusion, you know, you know, it's like, come on, get to the glasses. Doctor Who ripped it off. <laughs> what? Uh, well, they had that sunglasses thing instead of the, you know, instead of the. Um, a sonic screwdriver yeah. is a lot different from a pair of revealing sunglasses. Yeah, but the the part of the sunglasses that he could see what they were really doing, and there was one of the one storyline where he could see behind the uh, Daleks. Wait a minute, wasn't that an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode? Oh yeah, the X. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I kept yeah. thinking, man, yeah. this movie whenever it goes black and white, it reminds me of like some kind of Twilight Zone thing. Yeah, probably because of some of the shitty special effects. Yeah. 
I think, you know, it was the first time I was thinking about it. It did remind me of, like, something like Monsters on Maple Street. Mm. That, you know, where the aliens were controlling them. I was thinking of that. And also where the first sign you see, it almost looks like a... Um, it reminds me of those Andre like Matt- the Giant signs that yeah. say Obey on them. Yeah, it looked like a matte painting almost. Mm. You know, where they just... The whole scene, the whole scene was just different. And I wonder if they had to film, like, you know, they had to film that same shot in black and white, you know, with the same... Could they do it in post? Well, they, yeah. Oh, wait, they would have to um, change out the signs or the magazines or whatever he's looking yeah, at. Yeah, true, true. Maybe they did that in post. I, but, uh, it's 1983, but, um, probably couldn't have done that. No, I thought it was 88. Oh, was? I think it was 88. Max, you got the damn year wrong! Ah... Hi. I could double check because I, I looked up They Live and it would come up with 1988, so... Yeah. Anyways, um... Oh, he snoops around, he finds weird glasses, um, he finds them behind a panel, which will be important later, and he overhears them kind of talking about stuff, and then a helicopter comes around and he kind of gets freaked out and mm. runs off, and then later that night, uh, the, the police show up, and they don't even be like, hey, get off the premises or anything... Yeah. I mean, they show up at the field, the shanty town on the field near the church, and they're like, they're just full riot gear and bulldozers, and there's all kinds of le- red yeah. lighting and like flares or something, like flares going off, kind of red glow, and yeah, uh, yeah they just kind of bulldoze every everyone's running and screaming, and it's like, okay, don't you have to be like. Ah, uh, whatever. Aliens control everything they yeah. do what they want, I guess. And it was one of the homeless dudes that even said, he's like, oh, I hear word on the street is that things are getting more violent, that we're being controlled, and yada, yada. And that made me think, I'm like, okay, probably just some crazy things. But when that was um, all going down, I saw that the, um, I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, 1988. Oh, it was 88. All right, so, um, John Carpenter. Yeah, um, I look, I looked at that. I was like, wow, I'm like this is really weird. Or just something happened, or the cops, like, you know, the cops are just trying to crack down the homeless people because they just maybe it's an eyesore or something. I'm yeah, like, yeah, but usually don't. Yeah. Wouldn't they say something to somebody? Ah, whatever. Yeah, but there was also that. Um, the way that that was shot, like, you see the helicopter go around, and then suddenly it's night, and uh, Nada's there, it's just like, he's got his binoculars, but all of a sudden it's like, it's, it's, you know, like, hours later, he's still in the same spot, and like, what the hell happened? And all of a sudden, you know, the uh, the helicopter's pointing right at him, or there, or somebody on the edge is, point, is pointing something at him at there, so it's like, oh, something's wrong. Mm. Oh, yeah. he was watching the church, and yeah. uh, Fra- Frank came up on on him and asked him, I think, what what's yeah. he doing, or, or was it the? Yeah, that's where he said, "Just leave it alone." Yeah, cause, cause now I got that goddamn old meme in my head. Just leave her alone. Hey, Chris Carker. Hey. Yeah, but um, yeah. talking, we do, we don't have, we do get a little bitty bit. A little bitty backstory, alliteration, mm. um, on them, and, well, I guess he's, hasn't seen, his, um, Frank hasn't seen his wife and kids in six months, um, the steel mill's crapped out, and I guess he's, that's why he's there for 
taking whatever jobs he can get. And um, he's the cautious one, and he's like, don't get involved. It's, this is their thing. Yeah. And But not a... Is, he, at some point, he says, I play, I play by the rules. I'm sure everything's going to turn out fine, you know, just yeah. obeying, I guess. Oh, man, does he do a 180, I guess? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> he's, I don't know, maybe he's just really bored, and he just wants to know what's going on. Mm. He's a, if he's a drifter, I would think maybe it's just in his nature to want to see what's going on. True. True, but also, he has no tie-ins, no family. Mm. So now that I think of it, it is really uh, cross to. It is a lot like you know um, Blondie, mm-hmm. and they're from Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, that's what yeah. that guy called it. Yeah, in that movie. No name guy. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah. But um, okay, so the cops come and he runs off to some house where there's yeah. some people hanging out, like homeless, more homeless people, and the cops are really. I was wondering, are they trying to corral them? Because, I mean, like, you, if you wanted them off the property, you could have just let them run off to wherever, not, you know, corner some of them in an alley with flares. Well, we see a little bit later as to what they were doing. It made, it made more sense in a later scene. Oh, did? Yeah. As to what they were doing, but that's, that's a little further down. Mm-hmm. Um, what I personally like is I like the, the cinematography-wise... Uh, what I like here is that if I don't know if you noticed this, but Nada is always right dead in the center of the shot. Hmm. No matter really, no matter what. Framing though, aren't you not? No, but we're we're, he's dead center, so we're always focused on him. Hmm. Even where he's trying to do that, like where you know, there's the the blind preachers being beat up, and you know he they they focus on that, and then. You know, then there's the the blonde guy that's in the corner, so he does that, but he's he's crouched over, but he's there, so he still remains the hero. Mm. You know, that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, the cops were beating up on some of the people trying to resist and yeah. swing things at them. Yeah. Uh, did, why isn't a nightstick like the same as a tampa? Uh, yeah, it could not, be, yeah, yeah. Not like yeah. the nightstick, like the little baseball bat ones, but the ones with the little... Has the, the handle on the side, yeah, it the is still The colorful-looking yeah. tompas. Yeah, it is still there. It's meant to have some control over that, so you can whip it a little faster. Spin it. Yeah, Spin it. so, yeah, sure. Um, so... He finds the glasses in the trash. Yeah, but one of the things he did is when he was snooping around in the church earlier... Oh, right. He, he, le- yeah, he so. left a box behind the wall... Just in case anybody would, you know, do that. So I guess he had some foreshadowing there. Yeah. But when he went back in there, he grabs the box, and that's where he finds the glasses. Yeah. You know, and, uh, I, I think w- he's disappointed that there isn't any treasure hidden underneath him. Yeah. So it's like, what is this shit? Come on, digging around. Yeah. But he, he takes a pair. Yeah. It's like, he, I don't know what he does. It's something about his expressions makes me think, well, I don't, like, he's thinking, I don't need these to look cool, but but maybe just in case. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me put them on while I'm walking around. And then all of a sudden, uh, he sees things in black and white, and um, all the subliminal messages behind all the advertising, everything is just, all the pictures go away, and it's just white with, you know, bold black text that says, obey, and uh, shit like that. Yeah. All the magazines and 
Um, oh, and he sees a, a dude who appears to be an ugly alien. Right, yeah. magazine. Yeah, it looked, it looked very much like a Jerry Orbot character. With a bad puppet face? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You don't uh, want to look too directly at the effect. Yeah, Jerry Orbach, actually. I mean, he did look like a puppet, too, so... Um, hell. But Gatter's soul. But that's just, um... Kind of a funny thing. Who? Where, uh, Jerry Orbach uh, was an actor who played on the original Law & Order series. Oh, I'm not familiar with uh, it. But he, um... And uh, there was one of the comedians, John Mulaney, who, and it just made me think about this because the whole time I'm thinking about like what would, um, you know, what what's this like for a late '80s horror movie? You know how this would be horror because I mean John Carpenter created one of the greatest Hall- um, stories of all time. Hmm. I mean Halloween. I I didn't. I wouldn't yeah. consider this movie horror. Well, I mean, it's it's listed Sci-fi. it's listed as horror, so I'm like, okay, maybe that'll work. But the one thing I thought of is like uh, Jerry Orbach. He. Um, you thought you were saying Orbot, and I'm like, is this a robot character? He, um, <laughs> what? Jerry Orbach. He um, when he died, he had in his will that he would donate his eyes to the uh, to a uh, blind orphan. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Did he, um... I hope they don't have magical powers. Well, funny, funny you say that, because there's the comedian John Mulaney who said that. He's like, he's like, you gotta think of it, how great it would be to have... You have a horror story, but you have Law and Order and a horror thing. But you have this kid who suddenly starts seeing murders through the eyes of Jerry Orbach's Law and Order character. Ah. So there's that. If you see this, like, all of a sudden there's this, you know, detective that researches and solves murders, and suddenly he sees the eyes of that, and I just, that's all I was thinking of through this whole thing. <laughs> and I watch it, like, wow, like, especially where they got the contacts instead. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm, apparently the, the magic glasses give you a headache. Yeah. Well, after a while, yeah. I mean, it's basically like you're tripping. Yeah. So he even stumbles into a supermarket and is yeah. all like, "You're <laughs> ugly." That was one of my favorite scenes. And then, the, yeah, that's what the the old lady's like. You look like your face. You stuck your face in cheese. Nineteen fifty two cheese dip. <laughs> well, at first he walks into a bank, and that's when you get the all out of bubble gum line. Oh, I thought no, that's before he gets the gun. Oh, oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, which, uh, a shotgun that has an obscenely high amount of bullets. Yeah, a shotgun, I don't think shotguns have magazines, do they? No, not usually, I I don't, well, no, some, some, no. I only know. Not the traditional shotgun, no. From video games, so I'm just thinking, Max Payne, oh, was that an Ingram? I remember that from Max Payne, <laughs> but um, I forgot. Oh yeah, he's just kind of stumbling around, looking like an ass, staring at, at everything, like, oh, "What's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> and I and you're ugly, <laughs> that kind of thing. And oh, but then they're like, "We got we got a seer or something." Yeah, they're talking in their little, little watch transmitters. They look like well, I don't know. I assume they're supposed to be like Rolexes. Yeah. Um, but I guess they're two-way transmitters. Quotes. Yeah. I'm just thinking, hey, is that a Dick Tracy watch? Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, us and our phones laugh at you. The future laughs at your 
Dick Tracy watch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then they're all like, um, so he has to run, and that's when, oh right, he fights a couple of cops. I think they, I don't know, if, oh, they were aliens, and they're, they wanted to bargain with him, sort of. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh punch in the face. Yeah. Lots of, it sounded, the sound effect of punching in this movie sounded sort of like punching a beanbag, kind of. Yeah. To me. But, um, more than your traditional, what, twisting celery punch? Mm. Is yeah. that how they used to do it or something? They do a celery snap or snapping vegetables. Oh, that's more of a bone break. Yeah, no, it would be for punches, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, then the... Then that's how he gets a gun, and he seems pretty a good shot. Like, he must have shot things before, and I kind of mm. wonder, well, we know a little backstory, like, as he was a kid, but later on. Yeah. But, damn, um, did you train with all these guns? Is that why you're such a good shot, or are you just 80s action hero, don't think about it? <laughs> One-liners. It's Rowdy Rowdy Piper, kills. man, yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't question his ethics. Like, yeah. Uh, aliens, bad, bam, bam, you know? That, and that brings us to the bank. I, I think he kind of, oh, no, no, wait, the, the lady with the, no, the shotgun. He got it from the cop car. And then he just kind of runs into the nearest building. Surprise, bank. And then you just kind of see him like, uh-oh. What the fuck did I just walk into kind of face? Mm. Mixed with dull surprise. Um, it's, this isn't exactly a nuanced movie. Yeah. But um, then then he says his chew bubblegum thing. <laughs> and um, yeah, he, he sees who's an alien and he just shoots the fucking aliens. And I'm thinking... What if, I mean, I know it's kind of confirmed the whole, the conspiracy guy talking about, oh, we're cattle, they're, they're keeping us, they're keeping people poor and controlling the world and stuff, but does that really justify you just shooting some kind of mild-mannered alien just kind of working at a bank? Yeah. They're, they're like civilians, maybe, I don't know, he doesn't question it at all. Yeah, and there was some controversies in that, actually, that people came out, but the... Um, what do you mean? Well, John Carpenter actually had to defend this movie vigorously. Really? Um, because it... As um, vigorously as that random sex at the end? No, no, <laughs> God. No, but he... Uh, <laughs> He had to defend it vigorously because people were saying that is this synonymous with the fact that he had the uh, like, like oh there is it is is it his way of saying that Jews control the media, or like we had to wipe out the Jewish people, or is he a Nazi sympathizer? Okay, I gotta say something. When we see the alien text, it did kind of the little lines kind of reminded me if you had a calculator and tried yeah. to write Hebrew on a calculator. Yeah, the calculator little stippings. Yeah. I just thought that was just. He had to defend it, yeah. Okay. I just figured that was just, I don't know. It just because they were just like little boxy line shapes. Yeah. In it. yeah. I don't know if that sounds weird that I thought that. No, but the it is what it is there. Just a just a fun thing. I no, I'm not. Yeah, I would think it's. I think it's just kind of a sci-fi staple to have, like, you know, paranoid witch hunt kind of thing i agree yeah like the crucible that was what a metaphor for 
accusations yeah. of communism. And actually, even in the movie, the um, uh, I wanted to say Frank and Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was all like, uh, you know, he says the the police have were told that the that their organ their secret alien fighting organization was some kind of communist sympathizer terrorists or something that they're gonna bring try to bring down the government that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. anyways um hmm. yeah i didn't know there was controversy or anything i just yeah i think to, i think in all honesty i think people I just read i think people just read way too far into it mm. and honestly like yeah you're right i mean it, it's, it's an easy leap to wonder though because yeah. it's a staple conspiracy theory mm. you know like lizard people and uh the, the chemicals are turning the frogs gay. <laughs> uh, that was remixed into like a weird yeah. techno song on YouTube. Yeah, if you uh, if you want to take a moment and just look it up, look uh, look up Alex Jones Frogs Gay remix, <laughs> and it, it it just it's just beautiful. It just, turning the freaking frogs gay. Uh, it just. <laughs> It's catchy. It just, it, it just, it's, it just, it gets, it makes a, a mockery of him, which is what he completely deserves. But anyway, like, yeah, you're right. And it's like, for this movie itself, you have a wrestler who is, who is known to be campy, who is known to just... Oh my god, I just had an idea. Literally be his own, you know his own thing you know I, I don't know i think people just read way too far into it honestly what if 1960s batman had this as a plot oh my god the the, the, the they live subliminal messages <laughs> i could totally see it being a twilight oh my zone god, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah but anyways yeah. so uh yeah he needs to get the fuck out of the- oh that's when he sees one of the aliens the last alien he points is the rifle at um touches something on his watch and mm. disappears right so he's like what the hell and then he's got to run away and that's when he's like in the parking garage and he takes a lady captive so mm. he's just like i need you to drive me somewhere and um she seems awfully stoic my god her eyes do you think those were really the real color they were no. goddamn blue but with really dark rims it's like damn your eyes are icy well i, I think yeah, I think it's jumping a little bit ahead, but I think those were the contacts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it didn't turn the other people's eyes blue. No. No, but I think her eyes were sort of like, they, they probably altered it a little bit just to show where to, I don't want to <coughs> jump too far ahead, but I think that that point I, I could kind of tell what was going to go on as soon as she was introduced. Uh, into the movie i'm like oh all right so we meet holly thompson who ends up being the yeah she's the assistant director of cable 54 that was 56 54 and that's the transmission was on that channel the weird conspiracy guy right and this one it's local of the in in la and um yeah, so he it's needs just, a place to hide out. Yeah, so, he's so like, take me to your house. Yeah, so they do that, and then they're like, "Oh, you got to put these glasses on." And then she kicks, you know, smashes a bottle over him, and then uh, he falls out the window and 
she's couple stories. pretty sure she killed him. And, uh, well, at least that's what happens later. And then, um, well, not that, but... What she says. Yeah. What's being said later, that stuff happens. And, um, but it just, right away, I, I, I could kind of see through this. I'm like, eh, all right, that's, that's going to be the twist. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I thought maybe, but maybe not. Mm. But anyway, uh, he, then he runs and hides in an alley, and um, oh, he he finds um, Frank working construction, and by then it's been all around the news, I guess, that hey, here's a crazy murderer. What I don't get is why Frank doesn't scream, "Hey, here's the guy." Yeah. Why does he just try to give him money to make him go away? Like, here's well, your pay. Leave me alone. I don't want to get involved. That's pretty much what happens. But I would think even the most i don't want to get involved person would want to stop a, a mass shooter yeah i mean come on um but uh then then they get into a fight in, in an alley that nobody hears yeah um, because he just really does not want to put on those sunglasses no <laughs> and and not as like put on the damn sunglasses he's like Make me. I wanted him to say because the future's not that bright. <laughs> and it just is because you got a late 80s movie. They don't want to put on glasses, so they fight for it. I guess that was, what, to show off some wrestling moves? Mm. Yeah. My God. Yeah. That, you, that, that, that was a lot of nut kicking. I want to see it. No, you wouldn't get this, but maybe the fans will. But I wanted to have that color commentated by uh, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. And it's a color uh, commentator. Basically, like, in the, res in the WWF wrestling matches, they'd have two commentators on the side as you're watching it on TV that would deliver the commentary as you went on hmm. and it would basically name all those and jim ross was like a good old southern guy and you know it was at a, he'd, he'd deliver this line he'd be like my god look at that double german suplex oh my god all the humanity hindenburg <laughs> yeah, i just I would always it. do that it was so funny but What's colors oh, got to do with it? Oh, God, stop the humanity. Oh, my God. Look at what happened here. Does he have any cruelty? Let him put on the damn glasses. <laughs> I think it would be great. I, I think it would be great just to see it. I wonder if it's on YouTube, although we probably... Uh, we can check. Yeah. Let me Barbara Streisand it. Please do not dub over Jim Ross and put this scene on YouTube. For the love of God, please do not put this on the internet. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, so let's <laughs> make it easy for us later, too. So, uh, my God, that fight goes on uncomfortably long. Yeah. I, I assumed it was shoehorned in to, to show off cool wrestling shit. Or Probably, punches. Yeah. But it is actually it listed, it, it listed as one of the most iconic movie fights of all time. I don't think I would remember much about it. I, yeah. It's the glasses and aliens I remember. Yeah. But I do remember the fight... In the game, I mean, I don't... Saints Row. Saints Row 4, yeah. Hmm. And I I was just like, oh, God, the back of his head looks like it's been skinned off because mm. it's bright pink. Ow. Stop fighting. Just wear the fucking glasses. Yeah. 
I like the just, just Is this one of those defeat, defeat mean friendship shown in anime <laughs> things? But eventually knocks him, well, doesn't knock him out, but gets him so beat the fuck up that uh, he shoves the glasses on his face and makes him look and he sees it and he's like, okay. And I, I'm thinking, I bet you'd both feel pretty stupid now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. they, I think the next scene is funny where they go, they they check into a hotel room they're to so hide away. And, hey, it's the perfect yeah, disguise. I need a room. <laughs> Maybe they like it rough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so th- then they talk a little and clean up. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, his, um, not his backstory, uh, yeah, you get his backstory. His dad tried to Frank's. cut him with a razor. That's where I wonder, like what you were saying earlier about, does he have gun training? I wonder if he killed his dad. I don't know. It said um, he just said that he ran away when he was thirteen. Right. I wonder if he actually killed his dad. At Who that knows, point, maybe. that's where he, you know, he doesn't go by any particular name, and he just drifts around looking for jobs. And I was. Uh, Hey, he did have a lot longer hair than the photo on the TV. Yeah, that of him that was being shown. Mm. But I think having a horribly swollen face probably helps now. You right. Know, since they got into the fight, well, the swelling went down like the next scene. Yeah. A couple of scenes later, they seem to be okay. Homer Simpson shaving magic. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I think they were speculating when, how long have the aliens been there? Mm. Um. So, was he implying that he wondered if the alien's arrival changed its dad? Because he did say something, oh, it was different then, because my dad showed me the glory or something. I don't know, I feel like it implied that it beat him up or something. I think he was trying to... I don't know. Yeah, I think he was trying to baptize him. He said he tossed him in a river. I thought he said he... I don't know. Mm. Something... I thought he got beat up, and, and then he was talking, but he changed and got... And started beating him up, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I don't know, it was confusing. Yeah. And you said something, too, at one point, like, why doesn't he just buzz his head? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that, you know. He was still under contract to the WWF, and he couldn't change his appearance whatsoever. I was kind of wondering, hey, yeah. is there anything in his contract that's like, I gotta flash my tits <laughs> in the mirror and look all buff? Oh, that was definitely meant for the ladies in the audience. <laughs> and yeah. where did they get the extra clothes? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they were, I don't know. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah, and then, oh, they, they're they walking around with the sunglasses, and they want to know how to find that group, so it's a good thing that um, Frank and Jack has the same kind of glasses, and they and walks by them, and they they, you know... Okay, I'm, I'll bring you to the meeting. So mm. they do bring him to the meeting. Yeah, so I mean... Why are they f- having their gun, their pistols out? Just, just concealed carry at least until you get yeah. into the alleyway or the, the yeah. secret meeting spot. Come on! Yeah, so Jack and Stein is definitely <laughs> leading that. And then you have... Um, oh, you have Duck Dynasty-looking dude is watching the door. With his big giant gun? Yeah. Oh, uh, looks like you got a new look going in. Well, I mean, you can definitely tell because it's nighttime, they're wearing dark sunglasses, and they're <laughs> wandering around an alleyway of L.A. They probably belong there. Mm. Or they're high. 
So they go to the meeting. And, and then they banged. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not a cinema snob movie. <laughs> um, did, did he ever review this? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Mm, that yeah. might be cool. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, the, the, the guy from the from the transmissions there and mm. uh lots of people are there you even hear like a couple of kids there um and there's guns and glasses and apparently they developed contact lenses so you don't have to worry about the glasses anymore yeah true i, I don't know maybe they were uncomfortable yeah. hard to see through yeah during the day yeah. <laughs> i mean night <laughs> Well, I mean, I think it would make them suspicious, and it was a really good thing, because in order to further everything onward, they'll be looking for somebody who has the glasses, so... They explained the watch. Yeah, they, have yeah. one, they had one of those fancy teleport watches. Yeah. They give radio transmissions. Which luckily malfunctions, so it, let, it allowed them to do their best Mario impression. <laughs> well, soon after, yeah. and then it turns out, uh, What's-Her-Face was there, too. Yeah. The producer. Yeah, Holly Thompson, yeah. So I guess he, he goes over to make awkward chit-chat about, yeah. you know, hey. <laughs> I wonder if they had, like, maybe we should save that. No, I'll do it anyway. But, like, I wanted to save this for fantasy casting, but I wonder, like, if they wanted to have, like, Christy Alley. Yeah, she and reminded she, me. Yeah. But she yeah. wasn't, and I'm like... Why like, does she wait, is that me? wait a minute, yeah. I'm like, is all of a sudden are they going to turn around and they'll be in the middle of chairs? Yeah. Somebody, uh, wouldn't that have been a fucking funny thing? Twist. Yeah, that, like, they turn there in the middle of cheers, and all of a sudden, Norm is the alien? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, you can't throw the billiard ball in his mouth, so that should have been a tip-off. But for this movie, he put it in his eyes instead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. But, oh, man. Um, <laughs> they uh, Then, the, all of a sudden, explosion! The police are there. And yeah. I, I guess, I don't know if they've said it already, that... Uh, mm. Some of the humans are have been bribed to working with them right. because the whole f- underlying thing is people being greedy and they just yeah. take bribes and yeah. you know anything to get material comfort in exchange for helping the aliens you know make cattle of them for yeah whatever. so they do their thing you know they kind of do it they they run and they hide and they're not really bothering anybody we don't know what's going on oh as they long say- as we stay in oblivion no one gives a shit. The aliens want to, I don't know, use up the Earth's resources and are changing the atmosphere. So mm. there, there you can have a nice new global warming conspiracy theory right, right there. Right, right, right. Changing oh, yeah. the atmosphere. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know if they plan on using people as slaves or yeah. farm things. I don't know. But whatever. That's when then, you know, there's a shootout uh, between the cops and the... Um, and the militia and mm. uh, the getaway and there's lots of chaos and i i just want to make a some kind of horrible joke about uh well at least they were oppor- at least the cops were equal opportunity murdering all kind uh, yeah. a, a rainbow spectrum of humans right all races yeah sexes. and then it makes sense what was happening in the beginning you know where they saw that they probably found some ways of transmission but um you know there's where they do their best mario impression and you know the uh, one of the the wristwatch malfunctions and opens a portal oh yeah and you know then they jump in and they're and they're on this ship i thought it was like a concrete tunnel yeah well it also could do that but then you see there's the homeless guy from the beginning 
again, which was like a, um, uh, I don't remember the full name of the character, but he reminded me of a real life version, um, Talking Simpsons just did, um, the episode where, um, uh, the itchy, itchy and scratchy was invented by this bum. Mm, yes. It was Chester or something or other. Lampwick? Lampwick, yeah, that was it, yeah. But it was just kind of like, he was kind of like a Chester or Lampwick, and he just, they're like, well, as long as I got my rocket car, my solid gold house, I don't need anything. Not interested. <laughs> Yeah, he was all in a suit at a fancy gala where some guy in a really 19th century upturned mustache and beard combo was going on about, you know, how great it was for these, I don't know, one percenters or whatever Uh, he would call them. It was very uncomfortable. It was? Considering today, it was like way too many parallels. I'm like, uh, okay. Yes, some were aliens, some were humans, but he was like, this will be a good alliance for whatever. Yeah. You rich people, I guess. Yeah, they stumbled on Mar-a-Lago after the tax (laughs) plans. I just had to let that one out. Oh, and that's when the that's when the, the homeless guy, now rich and fancy, who is mm. all like, "Oh, you guys, uh, you jumped on the bandwagon too." Yeah. Let, let me show you around. Yeah. And uh, now that y'all can't afford it, boys, I'm gonna go check this out. Yeah. So he shows him around, and the the whole time, I think they've been thinking they could stop the aliens by finding the transmitter, because they couldn't compete with our own transmissions, so they just had to find and destroy the main transmitter thing. Right. So, uh, he gives the location of that, and it I don't know if it leads up into the studio. Yeah. Or the... That's what it seemed to be. Yeah, and I mean, there was like another section that was a teleporter for space, but uh, yeah. yeah, they end up running around with guns in the TV studio place. Yeah. And also they shoot two soldier security guys and it's like they I don't I don't know, man. Yeah, they shoot out the soldiers, they shoot out a lot of people. Just shoot all your problems away. Is yeah. that what this is? Yeah. The one thing I well I'll it's get like to that part later. Polar opposite of Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Well and then at least for the beginning couple episodes yeah well i mean yeah, you don't see yeah. the, the handmaids aren't kind of blasting their way out of oppression right, right so this right, is yeah. like kind of the opposite this is yeah 80s action yeah they're getting a lot done and they're getting they're making their way up to the roof which i don't know how they found out it was on the roof they but. asked what they got into one of the an office room and they're like everyone's all like oh, they got a gun and they're like uh can you tell us where the roof is He's like, that, that way? No, but how did they know the transmitter was on the roof? I think the guy, they asked the the guy and he explained oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he shot right, the he soldier. Did. Yeah, yeah. The alien soldiers. Yeah. That wouldn't let him into the TV studio. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that just, yeah. Uh, they get up to the satellite dish. Uh, well, at least he does. Cause yeah, Frank is dead. He want he really wants to find out what happens to what happened to Holly, but you just see Holly pulls a gun out behind Frank and blast him in the head. He doesn't know what happened. It just cuts off before yeah. that. He, he but it it blasted to white, which is really interesting. And it's like, are you clear? 
and then she, you know, she's there, and then that's where I'm like, okay, called it, because as soon as I saw her her eyes and the way she talked, I'm like, she knows stuff. This bitch is in on it. She (laughs) she knows that she's the producer. I'm like, how could she not know there's a tunnel? Yeah, she's the producer, all this. No, no, way back at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't. You know, so it's like, oh, up. she has this. Oh, I'll do whatever you want. We'll do this. She has this big, massive mansion. Like, as it started going, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, she's got it. And then they said, oh, you can afford it now. I'm like, yeah. They paid her off. She's got it. She's got that big, you know, that big thing. And then she calls them. I'm like, oh, she probably just called them and said, hey, you know, I got the guy. I know who you're looking for. You know, like, the real, the real police probably ain't even gonna know. But, you know, then he, um, you know, they, they find the... What did you call the the satellite that was disguised as a satellite? I call it, what did you call space it? tampon? Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was a long thing. I just kind of blurted that out. I saw a tampon on the ground in real life, just like in a package or something. And I was earlier today, and I'm like, why the hell is there a tampon on the outside in the parking lot? Huh. At least it wasn't used, I don't think. Yeah. I, I just saw the package, and I'm like, what? Yeah. But, uh, oh, he's going to shoot the satellite dish thing, but then the helicopter comes, and, you know, the betrayal, and then she's like, let's just go back in and talk, and, uh, and, and he puts the gun down, but luckily, he has a secret gun in it up his sleeve, literally up his sleeve. Mm. A little tiny gun, and he shoots her, and then he shoots the satellite dish and then he gets shot by the helicopter but it's okay because he you know explosions colorful pretty explosions and uh yeah uh, and then the transmission craps out and suddenly all the people can see what's really going on like the no one thing though Oh, he flips him off. Yeah, he has enough courage because he's Rowdy fucking Piper. (laughs) He has enough courage to raise the bird and say, fuck you with his last bit of life energy. (laughs) And that just, like, yeah. Like, the 12-year-old in me was like, "Ah." yeah, all you can do, you can just hear the bagpipe entrance music at that point. I'm like, that's great. And then it turns out the aliens are kind of like a, purplish and bluish yeah. red eyes yeah and uh yeah the newscasters suddenly everybody's like oh what's wrong with you and you look ugly why didn't they see them what do you mean they're in the they go through the studio first they go through where they're filming where he finds out it's soundproof they're in the control room they go into the studio make their way there why didn't they see them as aliens at that point I don't know. They had the contacts? Yeah, yeah, they had the contacts, so why didn't they see them and shoot them? Because they shot the others. Maybe it was bulletproof glass? I don't know. No, no, no. no. They were they were, they were on the other side of that when they started shooting people. Mm. So it's like they got there, they got rid of a bunch of people, and then you even said that lady's hair looked fake. I'm like, oh, they're probably alien too. Yeah, I, yeah. I just wasn't sure if it was shitty 80s wig yeah. hair. yeah. Which, yeah, I'm like, even us, like where probably. Every, every other person has to is contractually obligated to look like a poodle <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, oh, yeah, and then then people start seeing the aliens in real life, too. It's not just the TV signals yeah. cut off. It's just like, oh, here's some bug-eyed freak in a bar and on the TV <laughs> that show. That was funny. Some of the people appear to be puppets on the TV, like this announcer behind a sign that says, obey, and he's like, 
Are you like a fucking the ugliest Muppet? I, if, <laughs> what was that guy? The the fly dude from Ninja Turtles? Like, if, if Baxter Stockman got crossed with a, was a Muppet, is that what you are? With a business suit? Throw an evil 80s uh, business guy in there? I want to know the situation. I want to see a, I want to see a prequel of this. <laughs> and I want to see what that guy in the bar was trying to do. I was wondering if yeah. he was just a dummy. Or yeah. If he finally just got a date and, like, he doesn't know. And, like, he, he had, she had this voice. Ooh. <laughs> like, Philbert from Rocco. I kind of wanted to be like. Oh, shit, she sees me. I expected him to look around and be like, what's everyone looking at? But, yeah. but no, so I was yeah. just wondering. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't even a person in a mask. He was just like a, like a, a model or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, you're nauseous. You're nauseous. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and it ends with people doing it. Oh, yeah. There's the naked lady bouncing up and down. And then suddenly she, she's staring at the TV. And then she, suddenly she looks down and he's like, he's like what? Because he's an alien. It's, he's a real wiener wilter, I would say. <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. What's the matter, baby? I think. What, baby? What's wrong? <laughs> the end. Yeah. Wow, I thought 1930s endings were kind of abrupt, but then... <laughs> this one was funny. If this was a 1930s ending, it would have ended as soon as he shot the satellite. Yeah, true, true. So at least we have somewhat of a denouement, yeah. even if it ends poorly for him, because I guess the Earth will be liberated now. Yeah. If they yeah. don't have men in black memory wipe shit. Mm. Yeah, true, true, right. Oh, so what do you think for fantasy casting? Because I got my own. Oh, something I noticed. We were watching with the closed captioning on. Was the closed captioning censored? I think so. Why? I don't know. Do do they do deaf people not have the right to see somebody say asshole <laughs> or motherfucker? <laughs> do they not crave? Fucks and assholes. <laughs> I say equality. <laughs> equality for all. But yeah, there was like, they cut some of the words out. It was, was kind of noticeable. A little bit. Just kind of weird. And it wasn't, because I noticed sometimes um, the closed captions will have, you know, missing words as if they were trying to just make space. But this was suspicious. Like, where's the, where's the fuck? I want to see a fuck. <laughs> Give me a fuck here. Come on. But fantasy casting, what were you thinking? Uh, I... Besides uh, Christy Alley? No, I think or, Christy Alley yeah. would have been pretty interesting. And obviously would have been looking alike. What about Bruce Willis? Nah, I guess that is... With, with Fabio's scout. Nah. <laughs> My idea would be is to have this, I mean, the... Ultimate, ultimately, if you have it nowadays, you'd have The Rock. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Ex-wrestler, ex-wrestler. Or if you want to go campy, you want to have Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God, yeah. And, you know, Hulk Hogan, but being... Terry Boella being the Hulk Hogan character. Yeah, yeah. As, you know, there as Hulk Hogan. My God, that is a nerd name. yeah. So if you have that, he just like you know he's there, but he's telling all of them to take you know, 
Do your homework, stay off drugs, say your prayers, take your vitamins. And not even the the one-liner, I'm going to kick your ass, say your prayers. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. God stuff prayers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, say your prayers, because you're a heat here. Hulkamaniacs <laughs> are going to run wild on you. <laughs> and you have that, and also, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think... Um, don't do drugs, eat vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> If you have the, if you have Keith David there as well, you gotta have Jaleel White. Oh my fucking god! And yeah, Jaleel White doing that because he would be the one, and he was in an episode of House where he pretty much played <laughs> the exact same character. And piggybacking off of that, I would say the Jack and Stein character. Uh, you gotta have Hugh Laurie. Hmm. And just do that. But he would do... Uh, no, no, because he was... You might not remember this, but he was in 101 Dalmatians. He was? Yeah, he was one of the guys trying to steal all the, do- all the dogs. Mm-hmm. For the show. He was basically... I think he was one of Corella's henchmen. So, um, and, you know, they do that, but it just playing that style of character there would have been great, I think. Uh, that's my I just had a sense. dumb thought, I, got, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. You think there's ever been a poll? How many, how many black people have the surname white and how many white people have the surname <laughs> black? <laughs> it makes you think. <laughs> yeah, just like why on the keyboard is the L key on the right and the R key is on the left. Oh my god. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I don't know about fantasy. Do you think it would have been more subtle if Quentin Tarantino did it? I mean not so much the blood splats, but you know. Mm, I think with yeah. Tarantino did it, you'd have something like a kill bill scenario. Yeah, does tend to have violence yeah. solving problems. Yeah, where it's just, you know, shoot up the alien, shoot up the alien. Basically, this is what it was. But, um, and I really think just adding another one to it because it's so close and the music was so similar. What if it was a John Hughes film? I'm not familiar. Breakfast Club. Oh. It's 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink, all those Brat Pack movies. What? Yeah, it just... Maybe they would sit down with the aliens and try to reach an understanding? <laughs> just, yeah, they And get just, high and dance? Yeah. Hey, just 16 Candles had that... I believe it was 16 Candles are pretty in pink. I might get them confused, but... The cake? No, not the cake scene, but it was the scene where Anthony Michael Hall is stealing Molly Ringwall's underwear. And just there, just see one of the aliens just takes the prequel. You just see there, like, he goes there, he just takes human underwear. But it ends up being, like, somebody from, like, Larry the Cable Guy's underwear or something. <laughs> Look what I got, me. Like, <laughs> oh, God, Splore, you got the wrong underwear again. Ha, 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 ha. Just there, I don't know. I'm going off the tangent here. What if they encountered? What what if there was a crossover with Third Rock from the Sun? <laughs> oh no! What if somebody has special glasses that could see them as purple tubes? <laughs> it just reminds me of the uh, the tax evasion episode oh. that they had, where they like their whole time they're trying to figure out a backstory as Ooh. to why they didn't pay. If you watch Third Rock from the Sun, mm. and actually do that, it's it's a brilliant series. Um, doesn't get enough credit. 
you know, at all. I thought all. it was a, you know, classic from the 90s. Yeah, but it still doesn't get enough credit. It was Late still, 90s. Yeah, incredibly good, incredibly good. But um, there's an episode where they did that, and I think if they did that one, it would be like the... Uh, the there's the tax evasion episode where they have to file taxes but they have to explain to the irs why they hadn't done taxes in four years or why they had never even been on the radar mm. so they're, they're like oh we survived by picking sally picked up cans while tommy went and took them to the they're like miming this as they're trying to explain <laughs> it to the irs and Tommy went to school, and I went ahead and ate what I could, and I fished. And he had, like, you know, John Lithgow had this fishing thing. And they were like, yeah, we're not buying it. You can't live on any of that. You know, they <laughs> and finally they just broke down. They're like, we're from a distant planet. We are aliens. We've come to do it. Do what you will. And finally the IRS was like, yeah, I haven't heard of, like Not like I never heard that before. Here's your fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it and it was so good but if it had that i think if you would have it like maybe do like a third rock from the sun style episode where but you they're have the ones that can see the aliens the, with the glasses and they're yeah. like what the hell's going on yeah really do that or then you have like ooh, what if you had like wayne knight do it instead. Jesus. <laughs> Wayne Knight do it instead of doing that. Like he's the one that gets wrapped up to it, and then you see Sally. <laughs> and you see Sally's the freaking alien, and then they gotta wipe their mind. Aww. I was thinking they would have to save the Earth so they can continue scouting Earth or something. Yeah, oh, that'd be true too. But I was like, what if they had their mind wiping powers, and then they do that, but they wipe the minds of the people because they were idiot aliens. Mm. The entire time they wipe the mind and then they got to like, you know, go on about their normal day and they keep wiping the human's minds. Squeaky clean. And then they do that, so. Oh, man. I, I think this would make a good Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's how I remembered, oh, yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark did a similar thing with x-ray specs. Yeah, very true. But without a violent fight in an alleyway. Yeah. True, yeah, definitely. Except the human's lost in that one. Yeah. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 Can we I, just I, all get along? Yeah, true, true. So, what's you got? I think that's about it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not like a deep movie. It's if you want, you know, an eighties shoot 'em up. Uh, it's a fun one. It, it's kind of. It's really fun. You might find it if you want to shoot it. You know, a shooty kind of movie. You might find it a bit slow at the beginning. Yeah. I didn't mind because I usually like psychological stories rather than action. Yeah. But, um, Me too. Yeah. It's, it's really like, fun. Yeah. It, it got all 80s up in here. Yeah. He came, you, he shot, he got yeah. blowed up. If you're a fan of old WWF like me, um, you know, 70s all the way down through the mid-90s, you know, and the uh, the new generation slash attitude eras or, or any other thing like that, and especially if you draw, if you like Roddy Piper, um, you know, himself, I mean, it really is a super fun movie to watch. And it really, there's... No real message to it, just a fun time. I think it was um, consumerism bad. Yeah. And, you know, people, the people worshipping m- money were in the wrong. Yeah, I guess. yeah. 
Yeah, maybe, but it's just still... It, it didn't really necessarily prove yeah. it in any way, unless it, well, it's... Uh, if you don't want to wake up fucking an alien that's really ugly, then don't be materialistic. I guess. Very or important. Or make sure thing. others aren't either, but it's still... Don't sell out your species. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think it's just a really a fun one. I just really check it out. Mm. So... Next week in movie theater time machine with American cult classics. Um, we don't really know when we're gonna record this because we're gonna be in Philadelphia next week. Oh yeah. So um, I'm gonna be in the Wild Hunt Two Gwent tournament, so yeah. we can watch that on Twitch. Yeah. I-, I don't know when I'll be on. Yeah. Um, if we could do something within the next few days, uh, we'll either record early and then you know drop it in, uh, drop it up, uh, post it when we can uh, maybe on Saturday or maybe a little later when do you want um, what movie um, we'll figure that out but the um, we're going to line up a couple of guests including actually one guest we're trying to grab uh, very soon um, who is really 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 good uh, up and coming on Twitch locally right now a good buddy of mine uh, Larry Fishberger uh, really, 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 really super job. He's a funny guy. So um, I either think we're either going to do uh, Big Lebowski or Demolition Man. And, um, and and then we can think about how to use the three seashells. <laughs> um, I do want everybody to go through. If you're listening at this point or you've listened for a while, we want to ask you a personal favor. Um, we have our uh, Twitter handle, MT Time Machine. Um, one of our, you know, basically co-hosts at this point, uh, Bob, who hasn't been on the show in a little while, he is really busting his butt to try to go ahead and study and really land a pretty decent job. Um, but he's really doing everything he can to, uh, you know, get there. And that's why he hasn't been on for a while. So if you can go to MTTM Bob and uh, on Twitter, tweet at him, you know, wish him well and, you know, really make sure that he has... Um, and go follow him, you know, follow us, uh, but really make sure he has some really good, you know, good vibes coming his way. Uh, the brother's working his tail off to try to make a better life, you know, and as are we, and as are everybody else, you know. So if you have that point where you know you can finally, you know, grab that brass ring, and that's where he's trying to do I it. I so gold let's, ring would be better. Yeah, regardless, but I mean, you know, he... Um, if you if you've really reached that point in your life, you know, give it a shot. Let's give it. Let's try it. You know, let's all band together. Uh, help a really good, really great friend of ours. Do and, a Baba solid. And you know, he without him, we wouldn't even have had as many shows as we've had. Um, so please do that. Uh, and otherwise, with that, you can follow us on Facebook at Movie Theater Time Machine. Or look uh, us up on Zazzle for some merchandise. Yeah, and you can email us at Movie Theater Time. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Movie Theater Time Machine at gmail.com if you have uh, questions. And also, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can hit us up on any uh, one of those platforms. And um, I'm also going to say this one as well. Talking Simpsons, I have been tweeting at you a lot, so please uh, 
personally, I would love to have a crossover. We would love to be able to be on your show um, because uh, hopefully they're going to be listening to this too. So, um, uh, Bob and Larry, we love you guys. You guys have a great, great show. Uh, if you haven't uh, heard them and you're a fan of The Simpsons, definitely check it out. They do every episode of The Simpsons in chronological order. Very in-depth. Yeah, very in-depth. E- explaining ev- jokes you might not get. Yeah, every joke, every reference, because they only get the shot to do it once. I think they are phenomenal. Um, it definitely is something where I go back and listen to every episode two, three times, because sometimes I miss it. And, you know, even if you're at the age we are, where like, I could personally clearly remember episodes from season one being new. And, you know, be like, whoa, this is weird. And, you know, more song. And, I mean, it's been on all my life. Yeah. So this is a perfect zero podcast to get used to. Uh, Bob, Henry, oh, my God, I, I... I really want to be on the show, please. And I'm going to continue that campaign because we need the promotion. And um, I've got way too much Simpsons jokes in my head. And I can do almost any voice on that show. My God, your desperation. Yeah. No, I'm... I, it's just, off-putting. <laughs> I'm begging. Yes, uh, exactly. I don't beg that often. All right. Sex well. joke. <laughs> the end. Well, that does it for this episode of Movie Theater Time Machine. Be good. Take care of yourselves. But don't be too good.